Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. I'm going to skip the silly introduction and let's jump straight into thought number one this week. Um, This one is titled, Why Six Breaths Per Minute Improves Heart Health and Quality of Life in Diabetes. And of course, you know me, I never get tired of talking about slow breathing. And so this one is actually just a link to a blog I wrote about slow breathing for heart health, specifically in diabetes. So you'll have to go back. I'm sorry, it's it's not really useful for the podcast portion, but go check out the link because it's a, a pretty cool blog that summarizes some of the key things for why slow breathing is so good for our hearts if you have diabetes. And there's a kind of a second thought to that, which is four breathing exercises to improve heart health and extend lifespan. So this was a, another blog I wrote for Resbiotic. Usually I put those as like a plug at the end. But since this was related to heart health, I added it here. Uh, So again, another blog, sorry. But for that one, I can at least tell you what those four breathing exercises are. They are, of course, slow breathing. Then there's also alternate nostril breathing or left only nostril or uh, left nostril only breathing. Then there's also extended exhalation. So the uh, drawing on Carl Stowe's work. Um, of extending our exhalation super long to expand our lung capacity. We know lung capacity is associated with uh, less risk of, of cardiovascular problems. So there's that one. And then also resistance breathing. So inspiratory muscle training is the technical term for it. And we know that a uh, recent study showed that 30 breaths a day, six days a week, four, six weeks, uh, significantly improved heart health. Um, so I outline all of that in the blog, so go check it out if you want to learn more of the details so you can start breathing for your heart. And with that, I will move on to thought number two, why breath holds are mental resiliency training. So when we're in a stressful event, we can use our breath to cope with it. But when lack of breath is the stressful event, we must use our minds That's all, folks. (laughs) All right, number three, thought number three. This is some insight. Just help them to do what nature provided us with. So I'm taking pranayama teacher training with Eddie Stern and Robert Moses. They are awesome teachers. I'm loving it. But they give us an exercise script, right? So they wrote us a script so that we can teach pranayama exercises to people, some gentle, super simple breathing exercises. But in the script, I'm scrolling through it, and then somewhat offhandedly, there's just this deeply crazy, insightful message buried in in the script. Here it is, quote, we want to teach people to breathe better so it makes their lives better in whatever way they need their life to improve. We don't always know what that is, even for ourselves, so we do not want to impose things upon them. Just help them to do what nature provided us with better. End quote. And I just think that is perhaps the best statement ever made about breathing and how it should be used and taught, right? Uh, I like to say uh, it's almost like they know what they're talking about, right? Maybe they're onto something. But yeah, it's just, I think that's brilliant that we don't always know what that is, even for ourselves, right? So we do not want to impose things upon them. Again, it's just helping people use their breath to help them in whatever way they want, right? The breath is powerful. We can do any, there's a million methods we can use. It's up to the person to find what they need. And that is amazing. So thank you, Robert and Eddie, for that beautiful quote and for allowing me to share it here. And with that, I will move on to thought number four, yoga and breathing exercises or Prozac and Zoloft.
Those are your choices here. Okay, here's the quote. Deep breathing is a potent inducer of the parasympathetic nervous system. The release of acetylcholine not only calms our organs, but it also stimulates the release of serotonin, dopamine, and prolactin, the feel-good hormones targeted by medicines like Prozac and Zoloft. But yoga and breathing exercises produce this effect naturally and without side effects. End quote. And that is Michael J. Stephen, MD, pulmonologist from his brilliant book, Breathtaking, which I've shared probably 20 thoughts on that book now at this point over the past two years. Any case, that one is amazing. Slow breathing yoga are going to give you those same feel-good hormones that Prozac and Zoloft are targeting, but naturally and without side effects. Sounds good to me. That's it for the four thoughts. I will move on to the one quote for this week. It's a good one. Quote, we must endeavor with all our resources and strength to become capable of doctoring ourselves. End quote. And that's Marcus Tullius Cicero. He is actually talking about philosophy and philosophy being medicine for the soul, but it really applies to everything, right? And especially breathing. All right, and let's move on to the finally to the one answer for this week. The category is the vagus nerve. And the and the answer is this organ receives the greatest supply of nerves from the vagus nerve, helping explain why deep breathing is so relaxing. What is the diaphragm? All right, that is it for this week. Thank you for listening. Go back, check out the blogs, uh, six breaths per minute for heart health and diabetes. Then check out the four breaths. So uh, uh, along with slow breathing, the other three you can do for better heart health. Remember, breath holds our mental resiliency training simply because that's all we have, right? Once you hold your breath, there's no other tools but your mind to cope with it. Remember that Eddie Stern and Robert Moses is brilliant advice that sometimes we don't even know what's best for us, much less the people we're helping might not know. So we just need to help them the best we can to do what's right for them, not impose anything upon them. And finally, remember that we have yoga and deep breathing or Prozac and Zoloft, all targeting the same hormones, but one or two of them, yoga and deep breathing, do it via no side effects. So it sounds like the winner in my case. Of course, everyone has their own thing and we don't want to impose anything upon them, but that's a fun quote. So, all right, thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week.